can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. So you know how we have listener questions sometimes? Yes. You know how we have listeners? I do. Let's say hello. Hi, listeners. Thank you for listening. <laughs> hey, everybody. No, this is the Talking Pools show podcast. I'm Andrea. Rudy tried to interrupt me, but he can't. I didn't. I tried to say hello to you. <laughs> Hi, Rudy. Not you. The people listening. But yeah, but- yeah. Hello. Hello to you as well. Thank you. Hello. Whether training a new employee or enhancing your own knowledge, Natural Chemistry offers a comprehensive online training program that covers everything from basic water chemistry to maximizing efficiency and troubleshooting. Visit www.ncprotraining.com today. So you said you had a story. No, I have a question for you. I have a, I have a listener okay. question since, sure. I li- since I listened to you. <laughs> is this your question? Yeah, this is my question. Okay. We'll it's go just for kind it. of a silly question. It's not super serious. So I had um, I got a text from one of the HOA presidents that I do about one of the bigger pools that I do, um, and she was asking me um, what we can do about the pollen in the corners of the pool. Or sh- she was like, "It's in the on the ledge." So I thought I kind of thought she meant on the tile, um, but when I got there, it was actually algae. Uh, because the water just kind of sits on the ledge and, you know, just doesn't really circulate in the corners very well. Should I let her think that it's pollen or should I tell her that it's algae? What would you do? The f***ing kind of loaded question is that. I mean, seriously, <laughs> should you lie to your customer because you have a pool that has should algae I, in it? No, should I not say anything? Should I just go, yeah, I took care of the pollen. Did you take care of the algae? <laughs> of course I did. Well, didn't you just say what I would just, just say? Go, I took care of you it. You know, that's. You know that stuff you complained about in the pool? It's gone. There we go. That works. <laughs> so <laughs> I just didn't want to correct her and be like, no, that's algae, because then I'm going to open up a whole other conversation. No, that makes, of, you know. Well, honestly, that just makes you sound worse. Pollen, we can explain, and there's not a lot you can do about pollen, but algae shouldn't be in the pool unless you have dead spots. I understand, but they're not going to understand that. They're going to okay. be your customer and say, well, why do I have algae in my pool? Exactly. I mean, the chlorine was a 10 part per million, parts per million, um, 10.5, I think, I think is what the test block goes up to, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was at least that was what the chlorine level was. So I think it's just kind of, you know. It doesn't matter if you have dead spots in circulation. The chlorine level in that area probably is not 10. Right. Because that water doesn't get filtered as often. It doesn't get chemically treated as often. It doesn't all mix. It doesn't all blend. And it just sits there and it's on the ledge. So it's only like an inch of water, if that. So it happens real quick, especially now that it's back up to the 80s down here in South Florida. Yeah. I would I would just go with you fixed it. I just, it's gone. Because you did. Yeah, I did. Okay. So today, now that we've handled this question, it wasn't a silly question. It was a good question. I just, uh, 
it was semi-loaded, but that's okay. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to come out that way. That's all right. I also didn't mean to imply that one should lie to their customer either. That wasn't what I meant. <laughs> and there she goes. Hey, so today we're going to talk about uh, vacuuming pools because there is a lot of arguing about what method of vacuuming is best, when you should do what, how you should do what, do we need a self-contained battery-powered, propeller-operated vacuum that hangs off the back of the truck, or should we old-school it and drag a hose out to the pool, attach a vacuum head to it, feed it hand over hand, filling the hose with water, and attach it to a suction port? Or there's a third option. Which is the portable the portable pump with the filter attack thing that on the cart, right? Is that what you're talking about? That is the third option. That's right. Don't cool. use their filter. Don't use a self-contained thing. Bring your own f***ing filter. What do you I, think? I do like that idea a lot. Um, I have I've used one before that was very large and very heavy and really hard to use. Um, so, but I've seen a lot of these dudes on here that build their own and like you know make it custom. So I could definitely get behind something like that. Literally, <laughs> you used a big, heavy portable filter system to vacuum pools. Right? Yeah, I can't remember the. I can't remember what like the brand of equipment what it was. I feel like I feel like it was Pentair because I I remember it being you know the Pentair color. I don't think it was dark. I don't think it was gray like the Jandy. So pretty sure it was Pentair. So I know it was like a probably a clean and clear one fifty, and then whatever pump it was, I can't even remember. It was very heavy. You've also old schooled it with the vac hose. Yes, that is how I started. And then you do happen to own a self-contained propeller-style vacuum, correct? Yes, I do. Should I say which one it is? You can say which one it is. Everybody knows. I I have a Riptide, yes. I have used a hammerhead. Um, So when I started, when I first started cleaning pools, I started with the system vac with the blue hose and the thing and the pole. You put the pole and everybody knows that stuff. So yeah, I when I started to... Um, First started, that's what I did. Um, and then I eventually started using a hammerhead. And then now I have a Riptide. So I haven't used a couple of the other brands of the battery powered ones. Um, so, but they basically operate the same way. What if I told you that I carried all three? You did? I did. I was going to ask you if you'd ever used a Riptide. <laughs> I have not used a Riptide. I mean, uh, um, well, they did, a hammerhead. They did not exist yet. <laughs> I confuse the two just because, I don't know. I know. They sound just alike. but Kind of. <laughs> exactly the same, just spelled differently. <laughs> That's what we're going with. <laughs> it's to- it's kind of the same, but totally different words, yeah. It has a few of the same letters, but no, Riptide <laughs> didn't exist yet. Back then, there was only Hammerhead, and that's what I used. I also had my own vac that I had built on a hand truck, and then, of course, I had a commercial vac hose that I carried, and I liked the commercial vac hose because it was reinforced, especially when I was using it with the system that I built because otherwise, if you went with a regular residential hose, you'd find that a lot of times it would just collapse on you under the suction. Oh, really? Like under mm-hmm. the suction, I was going to say. Yep. Hmm. Or not be long enough, maybe? Oh, that was also a possibility depending on the pool. Uh like residential pools, it was never really an issue. Commercial pools, it could be problematic. But there are different times when we use each one. I'll tell you, you know this. I don't know how many other people know this, but you do know that I cleaned Bob Marley's pool, correct? I knew that. I, it's not something I think about every day because <laughs> I didn't. I'm not the one who did it. But yeah, I don't know why you don't think about it every day. I would. I think about it every day. I well, clean I can, Bob Marley's pool. I can and, tell you, I've, I clean a famous person's pool com- currently. 
So I'll tell you about it later. Okay. And they, at that facility, use a portable vacuum system, similar to the ones we were talking about building on a cart, Mm -hmm. except, except, and this is the best part, the filter that they use on this portable system was a Hayward Perflex. What is the, I don't I don't think I'm familiar with that. Which everybody in the Northeast just went, <gasps> that's the one that has put together. It's the bump style filter. It's diatomaceous earth. It's put together with, and somebody can correct me on how many nuts and bolts are around the top of that thing because I'm out of practice and I don't remember. But once you open that up, there's another 40 to 60. Um, it doesn't use grids. The elements, they call them fingers. They're tubes covered in polyester that slide through this plate that looks like a giant pizza with holes in it. It takes forever to clean Wait. this fucking Do you, is it similar to like a Harmsco, only DE? No, it's similar cartridges? to the gates of hell. When you open this <laughs> thing up, you wish you were dead. Literally, there is so much. There's so much. Uh, okay. You know what? It's a good filter as far as being able to bump it. You get to reuse the diatomaceous earth when it's on a pool. It does recoat the fingers in a different way. As far as disassembling and cleaning, it is not my favorite thing to do. Okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that at all. I don't even think I've ever seen that style. I personally hate them. They're fine all the way up into the point where you have to take it apart and clean it at the end of each season. So that's just uh, a horrific task. Just like a harm. It's a horrific task that's uh, beyond suckage. I'd sooner do a four-legged dumpster slut in the middle of the street before I'd clean one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And you don't want me saying that that S word and you can say that? I didn't. Well, what do you? I don't understand. That was rated G. Totally rated G. Rated G. All right. So we have a different point in time where we would use each one, correct? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's different tools for different jobs. So, you know. Fair to say we need all of them. Absolutely. Um, when I was out on my own, I I had the Riptide, but I still carried the system back hose just in case I ever showed up to anything where I would need it. So I didn't have the, like I said, I never... The one, the pool that I did with that, with the portable cart, with the pump and the filter, Mm -hmm. that pool was actually a rooftop pool. It was very nice. Cool. So. My mother almost killed herself falling down the stairs. (laughs) I had to use, I had to use that, that setup there because there was a lot of fine dirt at the bottom that would blow through a bag. um, And then just trying to, we left it there since it was on the rooftop. We just left the the whole setup there in a closet so that we didn't have to carry stuff up the stairs and drag a riptide and all that. That stuff. makes sense. That's a good idea. If you can leave it on site, yeah. I've even seen them left on site where we've just chained them and padlocked them. So that way nobody walked off with them. Yeah. Well, this was somebody's house. So we just left it in there. Well, I'm talking about YM- YMCA's <laughs> things like that. Closet. So yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, you know what else too? Hold on, real quick. So another, um, uh, one of the other, I was about to be able to use one uh, recently. So the with the commercial that I did, um, the startup recently, it was like over between de- you know December and January. Anyway, so it was too early to be able to vacuum with anything with wheels. So like I couldn't bring my Riptide, and then I wouldn't be able to hook up a, <clears throat> excuse me, a um. 
you know, that vac head with wheels through the system. So the suggestion was, you know, the person that I got the pool from had a portable cart set up and he had, um, he had one of those vinyl, the, the vac heads for the vinyl pools that had the brush on it. The brush styled heads. So that we could. Do you like those? Yeah. So that, well, I, I didn't actually end up using it because I was able to get all the dirt out, but it almost came to the point where I was going to have to vac because there was a lot of, of construction construction around still, and they had done the landscaping. So there was some real fine dust that was that would have gone through my, um, you know, my Riptide bag, uh, but I was able to get most of it out with the white net and the brush, and then I was able to clean the filter. So I didn't actually need it. Brush style, but- brush style vac heads, great for vinyl pools, great for fiberglass pools. It's not as harsh on the pool itself, the liner or the fiberglass. However, mm-hmm. in a plaster pool, unless you're during the curation period, which is what you're talking about. Yes. Which is the only, we would only use brush style. But outside of that, I wouldn't use it in a plaster pool just simply because they end up pushing most of the dirt out of the way. No. Yeah, no, not, not definitely wouldn't recommend that for a normal vacuum. But I can tell you, I can tell you that when I was, when I had my service company, my hammerhead, that was my rider die. Yes. That, that was my go-to. That was the cleaner that I used the most. I, I, Loved it. I had nothing to compare it to because nothing else existed. The only thing I had to compare it to was my other two means of vacuuming, which was the, you know, portable vac system that I had manufactured or attaching the hose to the customer's system, whether it was a residential pool or a commercial pool. And it just doesn't compare. No. I could finish vacuuming a pool before you could prime your vacuum hose. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, not not just the speed in priming the hoses, but like you're not getting stuck on the drain. You don't have to go turn off the system. You don't have to stop to empty the pump basket every, you know, three or four passes back and forth, depending on how um, dirty the pool is, what kind of debris you're working with. You know, where I, when I started in South Florida, it was out in the middle of like pine trees and oak trees. So that stuff clogs up that little tiny hole <laughs> very quickly. So, I mean, having to stop and having to, you know, and a, a lot, I know a lot of people will say you're supposed to net it first. Well, yeah. And then that's just more time and more steps around the pool. Yeah. But you can't say, you can't say that fine debris is not a problem for those bags though, because when you have a lot of silt on the floor of the pool, then going with a hammerhead or a riptide or anything along those lines shouldn't be your first choice because it's going to be problematic. The silt is either going to pass directly through the bag, or if you have a light coating of algae, it's going to coat the inside of the bag and then the cleaner is going to float. If it's a hammerhead, the bag will pop off. Yeah. I understand that the Riptide bag is popless. Yeah, I've never had that happen before in a, with a Riptide. Uh, hammerhead for sure. Um, actually, the new style of um, the way the the bag secures is a lot better. Um, but anyway, yeah, what you're saying, you know, they, it clogs up the bag. If, if it does catch it and contain it, it clogs it up really fast. And then you have to empty the bag several times. It floats. Times. Yeah. And then that's more time, more steps. <clears throat> you have to empty the bag with nothing in it. And you have to make sure you have a hose nearby for that kind of s- situation for sure, because you're just going to end up flinging sand all over yourself and in your eye when you try and shake well, it it's not even it's not even the sand. It's like I said, it's a light coat of algae or something like that. So if you do have, if you do have fine silt, or if you're trying to vacuum a light coating of algae out of the pool, that should be the last vacuum you go to. Yes, for sure phosphate treatments you should either go with your portable vacuum system or 
right? Hook the hose up to the customer's vac, uh, skimmer or dedicated suction line, and then vac it old, right. old school. Yes. So that's fine. And you're correct. Go and take the filter out if you're going to vacuum stuff like that and just vacuum it to waste if you can. Yeah. And I didn't mean to bowl past what you said. I just didn't want to lose my thought. You are absolutely correct. Oh, okay. In a phosphate treatment, you will get precipitant the same as yes. if you flock the pool. Maybe not as much, but it's the same type of stuff. You also don't want to use one of those self-contained propeller-operated vacs like a Hammerhead or a Riptide or any of the other ones that are out there in that scenario because all it's going to do is start back up again, and you're going to have wasted all of your efforts. Right. It's real frustrating. Um, I did it before just to see what would happen. And then um, so I I know that the – I know that the hammerhead, and I'm not trying to leave out any of the other ones. It's just that I've never used them, so I don't want to try and speak on something. We're talking about the ones you and I used. But just in general. Okay. So, yeah, so there's those, those are the times where you wouldn't want to touch that. You'd want to go with one of the other methods where you're actually using the vacuum hose. The other met time is when you flock the pool. If you're doing a green to clean, the amount of crap and schmutz you have on the floor of the pool, you're going to want to use an old-style method, right? No. Hello? Are you Hold literally on. on the phone while I'm talking to you? I was going to – goddamn, hello? <laughs> are you – where are Ladies you? Ladies and gentlemen. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable, and these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with a pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleanings faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. They do make bags that ha- that are much finer. So like Riptide has a 25 micron bag. You know, the Riptide has their volcano bag. Um, those will work for a lot of things, but it definitely takes a lot of extra work. <laughs> There's definitely a time where you sh- will be using each one. You should have access to each one. You shouldn't omit something completely. Now, I understand when you're first starting out, you might not have enough money yet to buy one of everything when it comes to vacuums or even even half of one, but that's okay. I had to steal my first one from my mother. So, Well, still, there's even, I mean, I if I go with my first one, I would save and go with the self-contained vacuum style, at least in the Southeast, I would, because you can get it without the cart and that saves you money. It's about half the price, correct? Oh my God. It's so heavy. I did. It is, but you can still vacuum quicker. And it's double the trips. You do still vacuum quicker. Yes. It's, but it is double the trips because, well, for me, I didn't have the dolly. Uh, I know uh, Ryan Johnson, he's got the same dolly that I have, and he got the cart and the battery and stuck it all on there, which is great. Um, <clears throat> carrying it is heavy. I know some of the other ones come separately with no carts, too. Well, it's not even it's not even the Riptide that's heavy or the Hammerhead. It's that big-ass marine battery you got to tote around with you. And it is heavy, but it's still quicker. And if you're trying to build a route, you want to be able to clean pools as quickly 
and thoroughly as possible. I mean, you can't have one without the other. We lean toward thorough. Thorough is the better option, but we would like it to be done as quickly as possible. So that way you can build a route, have lots of customers and make lots of money. And you know what else is cool about the battery powered ones, or at least I I should stop saying that. Maybe you can edit that. I have to keep saying that all the time. But anyway, you can flip them upside down and actually vacuum the surface of the pool, which obviously you can't do that with a system vac. No, because it'll dry in air and then it'll lose its prime and then the pump will stop running. So yeah, you're exactly. correct. You cannot. It's great for stuff that just is floating around and then you don't have to go back a second time to grab it with the net. You can just bump it up to the surface and create a little... Let me ask you this one. Tornado. <laughs> do you ever need, then if we're looking at each one of these three things, do you ever need to actually vacuum through the customer system if you have a hammerhead or a riptide or one of those styles and a portable vac system? Do you ever actually have to use the customer system? Not if you have your own pump and filter, because that's part of the reason that the um, that the portable vacuums, you know, are so great. The battery powered ones are so great because you don't have to go through the customer system. You have you always know what the suction is going to be like, you know, as long as everything's working properly, you know what, you know, it, you're not going to clog up the filter. Like I said, you're not going to clog up, clog up the pump basket. Um, <clears throat> and even if you're not vacuuming up large debris, if you're still, you know, you're doing that fine sand and, you know, whatever else with your own self-contained system with the filter, at least, you know, that your cartridge is good. Or if you got a DE filter on there, I don't know, that sounds really weird. No, but- it, was, it was awful. <laughs> I have pictures. It's like, it, it gives me nightmares. It gives me nightmares. How did you yeah. recharge it? I don't want to. Regular- I would, I just, I would like know, not to talk it. about it anymore. <laughs> okay. Now, I, you know how you create the slurry in the bucket? Just take the vac hose and stick it in there. But seriously, it, oh, it's, it, it wasn't pleasant. awful. It was awful. And it, I was actually mad at Bob Marley for a minute, but I got <laughs> over it because, you know, Bob Marley, right? I said, dude, yeah, your well, vac-, I said, dude, your vacuum cleaner sucks. He looks at me and goes, dude, one love. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> but, wait, you know. Wait, you spoke to Bob Marley? No, he died in 82. Oh, actually, I was it was gonna his say. wife His wife still owns the property, Rita Marley. So very, but very you said nice. But you, you said he talked to you. Was he it? did. It was his spirit. I, it was, I was the whole. say, so it was like, so like the lady that I talked to. Look, about, I haven't obviously. smoked in so long. <laughs> but for real. And, you know, it's, it's just the thing. Anyhow. Okay, well. So the whole point being now is then you really don't need to ever run anything through the customer system if you have a portable vac and a self-contained vac. So you can't see me, so it doesn't matter. So anyway, like John Cena over here. Anyway, <laughs> so there's benefits to that. Now, here's the thing with that portable vac system that you make yourself, right? The one that you build yourself on the hand truck. You can either send the water back to the pool after you run it through the filter, or you can use it to just discharge water if you're doing a green to clean or something along those lines where you really just don't want that going through a filter. So you do have those options as well. The benefit, nice. the benefit never having to use the customer system is guess what? You don't have to clean their filter as often. Their shit lasts longer. Or the pump basket. I'll tell you what, cleaning a filter, I don't care what anybody says, cleaning a filter shortens the life of the shit inside the filter. For real. And it shortens the life of the person that has to stand there and do it. (laughs) In theory. But 
you look at an element for a cartridge, they have those bands around it. You know, the minute one of those bands breaks, you're supposed to replace that element. I don't know if you always do it or not. Not everybody does, but you are supposed to. I knew it, but everybody laughs at you when you say it and they're all right, whatever. Well, the more you hose it down with a high pressure hose, because I always use one of those brass fireman nozzles on the hoses, so I got a lot of pressure. But the more you hose it down, the more stress you put on that band, the closer it comes to coming off. The other thing you have to consider is the way filters, way, the way you clean them. Filters are designed to have the water run through them in a forward direction. When you clean that filter, you're actually sending water through it backwards. So it's kind of like if you pulled head first into a parking space, right? When you get ready to leave, you get in the car, you start the engine, you put it in reverse, and you back it up just to the point that you could drive forwards. Why wouldn't you drive backwards all the way home, Andrea? Why wouldn't I drive backwards? I would get arrested. You'd get arrested. Okay. Can you actually successfully do 55 in reverse? You personally? You, well, no. I mean, it, it, I can do about 10 or 15 in reverse. Don't you start to get a little shaky, right? Oh, yeah. So that's the whole thing. So what I'm saying here is just because it can go backwards, it doesn't mean it should go backwards all the time. And what are we talking about <laughs> Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. What now? Sorry, what are you? What are we talking about in reverse? A filter about uh, about not running debris through the filter, saving on filter maintenance, which increases the longevity of the crap inside the filter. Aha! Uh -huh. Yes, I, don't you? Th I, I you agree. We yeah. agree. And there's going to be a lot of people who don't agree, but you know what? It's it is. It's just the way that it is. Get over it. You know, or don't. It doesn't matter. I don't agree argue. To disagree. No. But oh. anyway, <laughs> all right. So that's where we're at with that. So technically, if we have those two things, we don't ever need to do it through the system unless there's no electric out there. Ah, uh, yeah. Because that is going to be something that plugs in. We are going to need electricity. And you know what? You can get as long of a cord as you want. But just keep in mind that the longer the cord, the thicker it should get thicker -er. the thicker it should be we can go with that yeah because when you say the thicker it should get it makes me feel like it you know it grows yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so that's what i think what do you, now what are your thoughts on these have you ever had a customer come out and say hey look that riptide's not really vacuuming the pool i want you to do it the other way because you're not doing a good job that way even though the pool is spotless um, I actually have two, uh, one, one of each side for you. So to answer your question, um, I've never had it said directly to me. One of the um, HOA communities that I do, um, I was told by one lady that some other lady said that my, that the pool was nasty because she didn't think that my riptide did a good job. Now I think what was happening is because the new riptide bags have, they're actually double bagged. So they have the hundred micron 
the 100 micron bag on the inside. And then they actually make a large debris bag for algae cleanups. That's like basically like a, a net and like it's, it's real wide, you know, the, the holes in the net are super wide. So anyway, that they have that on the outside of that bag. So I think what happens is people will see the outside bag and not realize that there's the inner one. And so they're like, and yeah, well, so the lady was like, oh, that the that nasty pool, that thing doesn't do a good job. And I'm like, it does a great job. What are you talking about? So on the converse. You think she was aware that your bag could only take particles down to 100 microns and you think she knew what this was? Absolutely not. I think she saw the bag that has the big holes in it. That's like a honeycomb style looking kind of hole and thought that it's not vacuuming up. Like a leaf rake bag, like a leaf vacuum, one of them things you hook a garden hose up to bag. Yeah, kind of. So, sorry. So anyway, I think she was just looking at the outside of the bag and seeing the the wide net of the outside bag and not realizing that there was one, there was an inner bag. I say that, I say that because one of my coworkers asked me the same question because he didn't realize there was the inner bag as well. So, okay. And you said you had another example. Uh, the other example was when I f- first, uh, before I got the riptide, I was still using the system vac with the hose and, you know, the, and I was using the customer's system. Um, one of my first customers looked at my vac hose and was like, is that going to work in our pool? Cause she was so used to seeing people with a, a hammerhead, you know, a battery operated thing. She didn't understand. Oh, she didn't think that way worked. Okay. She didn't think my system back was going to work in her pool. And I was like, yeah, huh. that's, this is the way we've been doing it for ages. That's so. definitely not the norm. The talking pools podcast pool pro of the week is Kristen Leah Clancy of the pool gal out of Houston, Texas. Do you know a pool professional that deserves a shout out because they are a total badass? Send an email to talkingpools at gmail.com with the name of the water warrior you think could kick Aquaman in the oysters. Make sure to include the name of the business, city and state. You cannot nominate yourself, but you can nominate the next Talking Pools podcast pool pro of the week. Do it now. Talkingpools at gmail.com So... I did have an account that fired uh, me because I used a hammerhead. It was after the fact. He didn't say, he never said, look, I don't like that. He never said, I don't think it does a good job. Can you please use my system to vacuum? He just came out one day and said, look, I'm going to let you go because that vacuum doesn't work. Huh. It doesn't pick anything up. Which, of course, wasn't true. I'm guessing he had some kind of other financial issue, right? Or maybe he didn't get none the night before. I have no f***ing idea. But it, it picked <laughs> it up every... It could have been up in his head. It could have been up his ass. I don't know. It could have been... <laughs> I picked up every piece of kafaka dust that might have fell in that pool, and of it was course. spotless. But he fired me anyway. So what do you um, do? They can be a little bit difficult to pick up sand. You got to kind of do a, a back and a forth pass. So maybe, you know, there was some sand in his bathing suit that 
fell out after you <laughs> left. <laughs> anyway, so no, I would, you know, you got to make a decision on the spot. This is why you're the pool doctor. We talked about this. This is why you think outside the pool. This is why that pool is your patient. And that's why there is no cookie cutter method of cleaning pools. You're on site. It's like a doctor at a hospital bed. Every patient is not the same. You have to make decisions on the spot. I just thought of one other I just thought of one other thing which we don't have to go into super detail because it kind of is the same thing as a battery operated vacuum. There are people that bring cleaners uh the pool pros that bring the cleaners or the robotic ones to the pool and leave it there and then come back and get it later. So that would be equivalent to using this customer system or using a battery-powered vacuum. So you are correct. You're 100% correct. But we also do have to acknowledge the fact that this does, just like filters, just like pumps, just like everything else, vary from region to region. Of course. There are a lot of areas in the country where the hammerheads, the riptides, and that style of vacuum aren't looked at kindly. No, and they they try to make the points and I'm not I didn't mean that like disparagingly, but they say, you know, I won't be able to get the cart through here or you know um our friend Daryl Barnett, he's got he posts on TikTok, he's got a pool with lots and lots of stairs, so I imagine that something with a cart I like and Darryl. a battery. Yeah, something with a cart and a battery would be super difficult. I have to go up a couple of stairs here and there, like maybe one or two. Two flights I had for that one pool. You've seen that one pool I had, that 55,000-gallon above-ground pool that they built in the parking lot. Remember, I showed a picture to you. Is they Instead of going down, they went up. So eight-foot deep, eight deep pool. It went from four foot to eight foot, and it was up literally two flights of stairs. Not Yeah, there was a landing in the middle. But I found that in coming up and down the stairs myself, pulling the – cart with the hammerhead on it there wasn't an issue it bumped a little bit no big deal i could pretty much control it fairly well so Fine. you had wide when my stairs staff, i'm assuming they were wide enough okay. but when my staff did it and they did it with a little bit more speed than i did <laughs> i replaced wheel bearings like a mother on that thing and that tell you what that is not the easiest thing in the world to do see when i when we first started talking well when we opened the show when we first were on this topic i mentioned the rooftop pool my mother almost she had, I think she like broke her arm or something falling down the stairs because they were like marble stairs and she slipped. So yeah, I couldn't imagine the person who had, they probably had to bring those, that equipment to assemble that cart vacuum system and assembled it up the stairs. Actually, I'd have to ask her, she might've been crazy enough to drag a riptide up there. So the point is, is you have to make a decision. And now what about the folks in areas where these things aren't as popular? I guess if, you know, if, if you have a tremendous amount of leaves, things along those lines where the bag would fill up every five seconds, then yeah, that's probably a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. For sure. I can't see that these wouldn't benefit folks everywhere. I and- mean, you know, I'm not there in these people's pools and these in their customers' yards, so I can't, you know, be like, hey, you're wrong. That would totally work and be totally fine in that pool. So I just know that I've been able to get the cart through screen doors through what I thought it wouldn't really fit through over tree roots and up and down stairs and stuff. I mean, so to each his own and everybody has to make their own decisions, but I really cannot see other than not being able to get the cart through, but then you could just take it apart and bring the battery and then, you know, put the, I don't know, 
you got that's when you well, need the battery box. <laughs> again, it comes down to the pool professional making decisions on site. What's the best option for their pool? And no one else should ever get to make that make that decision. Yeah, or, or I mean, that's what I think. And there's really no reason to trash any other way of vacuuming. I mean, they all work, in my opinion. All of the ones, all of the ones that I've used, all of the different systems. So everything has its place. <laughs> sure as shit, it'll happen. Oh, of course. People who don't use the self-contained vacuums don't like the self-contained vacuums. People who like the self-contained vacuums argue speed and accuracy. Everybody should make their own decision of what's good for their pool and what's going to work for them. And don't let anybody tell you different. Hey, Batman! Rue boy! Poolmagazine.com has stood up, has stepped up, picked up the bat, and hit the ball. That's right, the brand new trade mag in the pool industry with a reputation for keeping a finger on the pulse of all things swimming pool has given the Talking Pools podcast a reoccurring column on the pages of their publication. Download poolmagazine.com at the App Store and get more Talking Pools podcast on the reg. Oh shit, he almost saw me? I was at this pool that was right out on, uh, it was right on the water, right on, right out. Um, like you could see the river, you could see past that and you could see to the ocean kind of. Um, and the pool was right near the house. It was, I could get my riptide and everything through. So it wasn't like a super tight space, but it was a narrow space. And the pool had a, a like an angle I don't even want to try to guess the number of the angle, maybe 45 degree angle. I don't know. So I was walking the hammerhead to the spot where I was going to park it to unload and start vacuuming. And this is my first time at this pool by myself. And the wheel, I dragged the wheel over the corner in the deep end and the hammerhead went in. Pulled me in with it, the whole cart cart and everything. And so I was like, kind of still in my head, I was like thinking that I could stop it. So I was still holding on to it. So I ended up having to like jump in and like swim away really fast because I thought it was coming in behind me. And so then I had to, yeah. So then I sat there for a few minutes in the pool. you know, looking all Beaten sad, down. trying to figure out what I was going to do. I was soaked. All my stuff was floating because I had like a bottle of, you know, I had some chemical bottle and then I had um, <clears throat> all my, my test kit was in there. So, and that had like opened up. So all my reagents were floating and my test kit there, was on the bottom of the pool or the test Is there rock a, a video of this pool. somewhere? Is there a video? There is a video or at least there was. Of this, Okay. Yeah, the customer had I never got to see it, spoiler alert. The the customer did have cameras and a couple of weeks later the guy showed up and you know, I met him and everything. Uh and I told him about it and he laughed and I was like, Oh, let me know if you ever see it on the videos and he never let me know. He never showed it to me. So I wow. assume it was, what was on the, his camera somewhere. What was the customer's name? Um Because you know we want to um, buy this video. What was his name? Nixon. Nick, like, okay. So Mr. Nixon, Mr. Nixon. So Mr. Nixon, if you listen to this podcast at all, or if anybody out there knows Mr. Nixon from the Port St. Lucie area. Uh, Not Port St. Lucie, but it's okay. (laughs) Wherever you are, (laughs) 
We do need South to know area. because if he's got the, if he's we got will the... start a GoFundMe. <laughs> and if you're wondering, I – go ahead. Sorry. This video, to purchase this video from you so that way we can show it to all of the listeners because, God, that's something that we got to see. It would be hilarious to watch for sure. Um, but yeah, I, and I did get everything out by myself, by the way. I was able to pull, I was able to, you know, because it's not that hard in the water that makes everything lighter. So I was able to, and I'm a pretty good swimmer. So I was able to pull everything out from the deep end. And then I just pulled the car up the stairs of the pool. So it really wasn't that difficult. But it was more just like, gathering all my stuff but then i made a fun <laughs> swim out of it so it ended up pretty nice <laughs> and the hammerhead was fine the every the battery everything worked great i actually pulled it out vacuumed the pool and left everything was fine perfect nice pool <laughs> pros versus landscapers if you have a landscaper that shoots shit all across the surface of the pool on their day that they're there and they think to themselves don't worry the pool person will get it and you show up and the pool is a freaking mess or if Here's, they ask you to come after them, I had a guy do that. He goes, can you come the next day? Can you come the day after we get here? And I said, no, absolutely not. This is my day to come here. The Talking Pools podcast tip for you is to find out what day and what time the landscaper comes and schedule your service an hour before that. And then watch how much more careful they are with the leaves going into the pool once the customer, the homeowner, realizes that all that shit's going to sit in there for an entire week. Yeah, and don't let the customer bully you into coming after them either. Nope. You're going to come an hour before, let the customer deal with the landscaper, problem goes away. Or the customer does. There you go. That too. All right. So that was our show. We appreciate everyone listening. And uh, make sure you check out our other shows now because we have Hump Days with Heather and we have Tuesdays with Tim and Kelly. Obviously, Tim and Kelly come first in the week unless you start your day on Friday or your week on Friday like I do. Anyway, so follow us, leave us reviews, um, and say hi. Leave, Give us questions in the group. So anyway, that's it. I'm out. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. Absolutely. just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 